0: Randy journey the host of Snack Break from Source. Every Monday through Thursday, we take 20 minutes to cover hot topics in commercial architecture and design, including new product releases, designer stories, industry leaders, and the impact of design. If you're tuning in live, know that you're automatically on mute, but you can use the chat feature to ask questions, and you can find a video recording on demand at tothesource.com, or subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify by searching Source Snack Break. So today is Wednesday, September 30th, and we are chatting with my friend Amy from Warren Giles and we are talking leather. I'm I'm super excited. So Amy before we get started can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into repping leather among other things?
1: Sure well thank you so much to Source for having me. I'm still after six months an online newbie so anyway we'll see how this goes um i actually started my career as an interior designer i had a bachelor's degree in home economics oh, which actually included interior design and then i went to the art institute of seattle to get my applied arts and in interior design and and i took the ncidq and i worked in the seattle area at about three different firms and then one day, the opportunity opened up for me to interview for a rep job with actually Durkin Hospitality mm-hmm. Carpet. Um, and I got offered the position. I took the leap. And now, 20 years You're later, on. I'm still <laughs> prepping. So uh, what I love about it is just the flexibility and getting to work with so many different um, design firms. It's all full of variety. And over the years, I've done you know different lines. And I am multi-line now um a lot of times in contract hospitality senior living um but more and giles is one of my favorites and i've been with them about four and a half years now and i always knew their product aesthetically but once i started learning about leather since i needed to help promote it to designers it really captured my imagination and interest and um leather is uh it's a combination of science and yeah. art uh, to make a beautiful long lasting product. And with Moran and Giles, um, their whole philosophy um, to the material is just really something special. Um, this first slide that we're looking at here, uh, Leather since 1933, they've been around since the thirties. They're based in Lynchburg, Virginia. And back then in the depression era, they actually made um, products for the shoe industry, which who doesn't love shoes. (laughs) So, um, but over the years, you know, the business model changed and they are still privately held and we're actually the largest privately held leather company in the U S so, They're dedicated to designing and developing um, the most innovative and inspiring leathers for um, designers in all different markets. We're in um, hospitality, residential, um, contract, private aviation, marine, and we also supply um, quite a few high-end furniture manufacturers that I'm sure everyone will know if I name drop. (laughs) Ask me later off for the record. Um, But, they're known for their promotion of um, natural aniline leathers. And there's a lot of terms in leather. And we actually offer several different CEUs um, to sort of dive into some of those terminologies. And I'm not going to get into that here. We're going to look at new product. But um, if you ever have a question or want to take the CEU, um, reach out and I love to help people find the right leather. So when we talk about natural aniline leathers, those are leathers that show the character of the raw material. Mm -hmm. And we believe that leather is the original sustainable material. It's a byproduct of the food industry. Mm -hmm. Um, There's over a billion cows on at any time on the planet. And if there wasn't, if we did not have a way to take this waste product and convert it, which is called tanning, into leather, um, it would actually be quite an environmental disaster due to having to dispose of that, either through landfills or, you know, burning, things like that. So it's been around forever too. It's, it's the original material that ancient man used for, um, their clothing, um, their shelter protection. There's examples of armor made out of leather and transportation, you know, and saddlery and things like that. So, um, We love to promote that story because if there wasn't leather, someone would have to invent it just to deal with, you know, the byproduct uh, of meat. So, So this slide here just shows um, on the right some of the colors. That's their um, 1970s Airstream that they renovated, and it's a traveling showroom that goes around the country, which is really fun. and then the little ad there, green comes in every color. Green, of course, meaning the environmental um, niche that we feel leather fits into. Hmm.
0: So that's a brief introduction. Yeah. Um, Before we go on, really can you, where, do your, where do your cows, where where do the cows come from? Are they come from all over, or do you work with only certain cows, or like how does that process work?
1: <laughs> that's a great question. Um, So Moran Giles isn't a tannery. We aren't the ones converting the hides into the final product, but we work with about eight or nine tannery partners that are really close to us. Some of them, the majority of their business is making our own leather. So depending on where the tannery is located, there's a variety of ways that hides get to the tannery and various preservation methods. And hides are actually um, graded, kind of if you think about diamonds Mm -hmm. are graded for certain characteristics. So um, depending on the type of leather, if it's aniline or semi-aniline or embossed or corrected, um, the tanner may have certain sources um, based on how they're finishing the leather of where they get their hides. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, Leather is like a commodity. It's actually sold on markets, and you know the price fluctuates. And um, there's actually way more hides in the world to buy than the demand for leather is. So, again, we like to really promote education on what leather is because um, you know with animal products and different things. I mean, there's all sorts of um, propaganda out there, and there's truth, and then there's people's own personal choices. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, hides come from all different places, and it depends on where it's going, how it's being turned into, and the grade it. that it's. So that's
0: something a designer could reach out to you about if they wanted to work with a certain type of grade, or they wanted to work with a certain type of hide. They could reach out to you and, and chat about that. Yes, um, we pro- we're all
1: about transparency. We haven't gotten to the point where yet where our tanner tells us exactly where the hide <laughs> comes from. But what I can help the designer um, figure out is what type of leather they're getting and why it's important or good or why it's priced this way. Um, A lot of times the cheaper leathers are less clear hides and we're adding pigments to the top Mm -hmm. of them called semi-aniline or corrected and we're covering the characteristics up almost like with a paint. So those are cheaper than the beautiful leathers where we're looking into you know the we call them beauty marks you know the scratches the bug bites the wrinkles on the hide because there's an incredible depth of uh, transparency that you can get with these natural leathers Where we're enhancing them and we're not covering up what the material the original material is it's a very authentic type of uh, material so and i mean one is not worse than the other or bad it's just different and depending on what the client expects what the price point is what the designer expects what their overall goal is um it's definitely worth a conversation to reach out and and kind of figure it out versus just we all have to pick that beautiful color right out of the swatch box, and then, but then let's go from there to make sure you have the right uh, leather for your Perfect. job. Perfect.
0: So let's talk about some new some new products. Yes. So this
1: slide here is our Mont Blanc leather, and this is a great example of just a really beautiful full aniline waxed pull-up leather. This is one of Moran Giles' best-selling leathers. It comes in over 53 colors. I'm gonna hold oh this my up goodness. to the- oh, goodness. Sorry, where's my camera? I mean, it is gorgeous. And what I like about this slide is it shows how leather can go on more of a classic frame, that lovely caramel color where you think of a traditional chair. Um, that green, Kelly Green is um, a verpan sofa which is actually a really cool design story if you ever want to hear it um, it, it can go on contemporary frames or classic frames um, a leather like this is going to wear in it's never going to wear out mm-hmm. and it develops a unique story with the people that use it so I don't know how well you'll be able to see this. Our, our uh, Mont Blanc leather, usually we introduce fashion, you know, conscious, trend conscious colors about twice yeah. a year. One day when we have it's called a fatigue. It, it is a green, it may look gray, <laughs> but it's a nice kind of mossy green color. And when I pull it, you can see that color burst where it lightens yeah. up. Those are the waxes moving in this hide. And then another new color just recently, boy, it kind of matches my wall. It's called rosewood. And it's a really pretty, um, it's got a little bit of pink burgundy to it, but also some yeah. brown. And um, again, this weather leather is wax. So some people really freak out about scratches. That's a whole nother conversation. So if you ever want to talk about that, um, I'd love to share it with right. you. Um, about how you can address that, or the expectations about why it's not the end of the yeah. world. <laughs> so, so anyway, I just wanted to share those images of Mont Blanc because it's it's a tried and true yeah. favorite, and one of my you know go tos yeah. for a lot. It pairs beautifully with fabrics. Awesome.
0: So, and so, if you say something is so yeah. going to wear in. You can think of like those great old like leather chairs from the library, mm-hmm. or like. A really lovely pair of Fry boots that over the years just like starts to look really good because it shows where it's been, and that's exactly.
1: Um, I like to explain natural leather as it's a fingerprint. It's there's no other hide in the world that will look exactly like your natural leather that you put on that chair that you sit in with your dog or your cat, and over the years, you know, it, it changes and it patinas. And that's something that becomes, you know, the longevity also speaks to the um, environmentally conscious choice of which materials do I use? How long do they last? Um, You know, your grandkids will want that leather (laughs) chair. They won't want something, you know, maybe covered in a synthetic that, you know, it's the same thing. It it won't have the same, you know, character to it so you're exactly right that's a great okay point.
0: and so when it comes to leathers with beautiful colors like this um how do we think about people with blue jeans sitting on them um and like how how does this dye interact with other materials like i know i've heard of some horror stories of certain colors of leather and like jeans being sat on and all of a sudden your jeans are all over the leather. Like how can, how should designers talk about this with their clients or like prevent it or what what should they know? Right. Um,
1: Denim dye is like the worst (laughs) of forever Um, to go. Um, Usually if that's a huge concern, we'll look at more of a semi-aniline finished leather with a protective coating. Mm -hmm. But if you wanna go to the next slide, um, we can look at what's called Athena. And this is one thing that is completely unique to Morin Giles. Um, This was introduced last year after probably about three years of development with both um, applied textiles, who's known for their Alta chemistry on fabrics and the tannery Omega, which is based in Spain. And it is is the only and first leather that has this technology. And it was quite a chemistry problem. (laughs) Um, leather is made of collagen, yeah. and that construction changes depending, again, on where the cow came from. Did he eat grass, or was he fed grain? You know, grain, and you know all of this stuff. So, it's an um, incredibly complex chemistry problem. But what's cool about this is this is a semi-aniline leather. It's a little bit of a more conservative palette. You can see there's eight colors there. Um, It's protected. Um, Things like the denim dye is not something that will transfer um, onto this leather like it might in a more open uh, natural leather. (laughs) And it is a water-based chemistry that won't wear off. It's not a surface treatment. It's actually impregnated into the collagen fibers of the leather. we're excited about this, it's still pretty new. Um, we're getting the word out, but um, it's a completely different aesthetic and kind of look than the Mont Blanc, but um, it certainly has its place where you're having food um, served, or again, if you everybody in the office wears jeans
0: <laughs> all day long,
1: um, this could be something to consider and yeah. know about.
0: Does the Ulta finish, yeah. does it change how the leather feels?
1: Um, so, <laughs> The hand of the leather is important, too, when you're choosing leather. And different types of tanning have a different feel to them, just like textiles. Um, It is not a stiff leather. It doesn't feel cardboardy and it doesn't feel super coated. Um, Sometimes with the less expensive, heavily pigmented leathers like in your car or an airplane sometimes you're like yeah is it leather or is it vinyl you really can't tell but this still has a nice um, drape and it's an upholstery thickness which is one to 1.2 millimeters yeah so yeah it's something that Moran Giles is pr- proud to offer we wouldn't like
0: try to give you something that we wouldn't put in yeah. our own you
1: know own environment
0: yeah. and it does have like you said, sort of a more contemporary look, where it's it doesn't have that sort of worn look. And does mm-hmm. the finish mean that it will stay more consistent as you use it?
1: Exactly, semi-aniline leathers or corrected leathers—they're two different things. Um, the pigments a lot of times we're we're covering up a little bit more of that grain of the hide you can also use the analogy of of staining wood you know a clear stain versus a paint yeah. and all the steps in between on how much you're covering up so this leather um, will be very consistent it's not going to have what we call color flow, where there's tonal changes across the hide. Um, the grain is uh, a smoother, tighter grain. So yeah, it does have a little bit more of a contemporary mm-hmm. look.
0: Mm-hmm. To it. Awesome, and it comes from Spain, which is cool. I feel like yeah. a lot of there's a lot of tanneries in Spain and Italy, maybe, and maybe also some in Argentina. I want to say maybe where wherever we're eating a lot of cows, there's maybe tanneries.
1: You know. <laughs> People eat cows all around the world, (laughs) so it's quite amazing. Um, and Giles partner tanneries are in Italy, France, Germany, Spain. There's a great one in Thailand, um, New Zealand. Um, We have a few products that come from India, and um, from South America are a lot of our hair on hides. Yeah, we have some laser hair on hides, and then the natural brindles and things, so...
0: Um yeah. well speaking of, this looks like some exciting things. Oh man, and we're like have three minutes oh, left. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about leather forever. Um, so
1: a completely opposite direction. This is Bill Amberg print with Moran Giles. Um, this is just a teaser. Bill Amberg is a really interesting leather craftsman based in London. He's been around for 30 years, and some of his designs with leather specifically um a briefcase are in like the MoMA and considered part of the permanent collection. But he has a great quote. He says, leather rewards curiosity. <laughs> so this is digitally printed leather with Bill Amberg. Um, and he's also got a new collection. So the ones on the left, the the florals and the close-ups, those are his own designs for Mornchild. Giles. It's actually quite a European palette, yeah, uh, which is interesting. But he also, there's a write-up of it in Architectural Digest this month. He's also collaborates with other designers. And those two images there, the Inky Dow and Love is Blind, those are developed with two other designers. There's a collection probably with 12 designers. And if you're interested in seeing more, there's a flip book that I can send you. What's different about his digital printed leathers versus others on the market? Again, the same tannery Omega in Spain developed a specific tannage called White Wet. And that's the base leather that these specially formulated inks were designed to impregnate and not cover up the grain of oh, the leather. Cool. So with this, you're not gonna have cracking and peeling mm-hmm. and you still know that it's leather, which is very interesting. And some people are like, well, why do you wanna cover up leather? We like it just how it is. And yes, we do. But um, the decoration of leather is also an ancient art. Um, if you think of um, you know bookbinding yeah. and Native Americans doing their, their leather, um, even in Italy, the, the painted and gilded panels and some of the palazzos. So this is really a cool combination of new technology on an ancient material. Yeah. But there's more, more if you want to know more. So let me know. But it's just kind of something wild.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so like hey, look I at love this. it.
1: <laughs> and you. then
0: tell us about this organic leather situation. I love it.
1: Yes. I know we're wrapping up here. Um, Morin Giles is the only leather company also to proudly offer four leathers that are declare labeled. And they meet the the strictest, um, I guess, criteria. All four leathers are redless chemical free. And they're actually tanned with something called olive green method, which is a food safe, Um, preservative that actually comes from the fallen leaves of the tea industry and the olive industry in the Mediterranean. So we're taking a byproduct and turning, using it to also preserve a byproduct from the meat industry. So um, Madrid is the latest one that has new colors. (gasps) These are very pretty but it's just a lovely, gorgeous leather. And knowing that it's redless chemical-free, that it's declare-labeled, um, and that we have four different options and several different textures um, is just something we're proud to share with people. And it's really starting to gain yeah. gain traction. Um, and we like to say leather is naturally better. So <laughs> it's, a whole, it's a whole story, but it's, it's awesome. Well,
0: designers, if you would like to get your hands on some of this, you can order some right from our website. And for those of you who are tuning into the podcast, we'll throw a link into the episode show episode show notes so you can reach out to Amy immediately and start getting samples. Uh, but in the meantime, Amy, this was amazing. Leather, like I said, you, we could talk about it all day there's so yes. much to discuss and so it sounds like if designers have a question or are thinking about working with leather definitely reach out to you and you can help guide them make the best choice for the project but also for the clients and how they're going to use it so i'm really excited to to see what comes out of it
1: yes thank you again so much i really appreciate yeah, it we'll talk
0: to you again <laughs> soon right. thank you so much bye,
1: bye.